Welcome to Messy Closet, the spiritual journey of Generation X. I'm Roseanne Carlo, and here we explore the 70s, 80s, and 90s, and the lessons my friends and I may or may not have learned. Thanks for joining me for this new episode, and I'm talking the news then versus now, but it's really about our perception of what the news is. And it makes me reflect on when did the news change to really take our minds and focus it either all the way to the right or all the way to the left and decide that if we don't believe in something all the way to the right and all the way to the left, and if we're somewhere in the middle because some things don't make sense to us, You're just not on a team and you're floating out in space and you're all of these things and you're uninformed. But I believe that looking at everything with fault as well as what could be a good thing is fair because if you're only one-sided, you never want to see fault in what you're looking at. So with that, we have the news that not only... On Monday, was Tucker Carlson, well, he departed ways with Fox, we'll say. I'm not sure it was amicable, but he hasn't made a statement. And also, shockingly, Don Lemon is out at CNN. So what's gone on with the news in the last 20 years? And what is changing now? So as we know... Fox News and Dominion settled on $787.5 million for their defamation lawsuit. And as a result, now this statement was made by Fox News. And they're saying that Fox News Media and Tucker Carlson have agreed to part ways. We thank him for his service to the network and as a host and prior to that as a contributor. Mr. Carlson's last program was Friday, April 21st. Fox News Tonight will air live at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard starting this evening as an interim show helmed by rotating Fox News personalities until a new host is named. Fox News Media operates the Fox News Channel and they do da 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 and they go in this whole thing and they say currently the number one in all of cable... Fox News has also been the most watched cable television news channel for more than 21 consecutive years. It ranks among the top business channels. Um, It's the, you know, all of this, it reaches like $200 million, $200 million, 200 million people a month. So, yeah, I guess maybe the either part of the settlement was that Tucker Carlson leaves because they didn't have to truly acknowledge lies um, on air. Maybe part of that, like $787 million was his salary. Um, I think it was a combination of things, but I am surprised. I mean, he did say see you Monday, right, on his last show on Friday because he really had no idea. And I think that, you know, he knows his part obviously through the text messages that came out, he, he knows his part in 
the, the, the big lie, but I don't think he thought he was ever going to be let go. I think he thought he was Fox's golden child. I actually found a list of who's been fired by Fox News, and it starts with Bill O'Reilly. Couldn't have happened to a better guy, but he caused a lot, a lot, a lot of damage in his time. And then, of course, Gretchen Charlson. She was also fired. Glenn Beck, he was out in 2011. Roger Allies, and he stepped aside in 2016. That was like the big high-profile sexual harassment suit. Wow. So then there was Ed Henry. He was once the Fox News chief White House correspondent. He was let go in 2020 um, after allegations of willful sexual misconduct. There was Eric Bolling. My goodness. So they've had a lot of people leave, and it was under investigation, of course, this one in 2017 for also sexual harassment. So there's a lot of things going on there, and it's a pretty misogynistic channel, if you ask me, not just like the propaganda that's spread, but is Fox News going to change after this? Are they going to bring in new people like CNN has changed and obviously we'll get to Don Lemon in a second but CNN has changed because they're also speaking with now a lot of Republicans and Democrats so they're kind of becoming a little more like centric because they want I think to just try to get the more decent Republicans who are not the MAGA Republicans like you know in and it's just so weird because I think to myself Did this start in the 80s with Reagan and then continue through the 90s with Bush? And then we were so ready for a change that we voted in Clinton. And, you know, there's there's just so much. I mean, I was a kid. I couldn't vote until maybe Clinton's second term. I don't remember when I could vote. Yeah, it was like his second term was when I could vote. So I couldn't vote until I was 18, which was 1994. So there were a lot of these elections that I missed, but I think about what happened back then, and I'll get to Don Lemon in a minute, but when I think about what happened then, and, you know, we've got millennials and Gen Zs asking why nothing in politics has changed, and I will tell you why, and this is an absolute fact. So the greatest generation, my grandparents, the World War II generation, they all voted Republican. The boomers then also all voted Republican. And when the boomers' kids, Gen Xers, registered to vote, I would say many of us registered to vote Republican and voted the way our parents voted and probably did not break away for a very long time until, you know, a lot of the millennials caught up to us with voting and things started to change. Now we've got Gen Z in there and things are going to start changing again. And I, you know, believe that the news, obviously in Fox News's case, has a lot to do with the way votes swing. And, you know, when you're giving false information and you're still focusing on a 2020 election and you're saying that these voting machines are rigged and you're making people afraid 
not only that their vote won't count, but that it might be changed to, you know, go to the person that someone else wants to win, which is just really scary. And it's against the will of the people and how much of the news pushes this forward. You know, I've said it, the local news are more like the old school news that we are used to. And then if you've ever seen Anchorman, it's really clever, right? When they're doing the old school news and the way they come up with the stories and then all of a sudden it's like, oh my goodness, how are we going to get ratings up? Well, let's follow this car chase. And it's like, boom, the birth of like 24-7 cable news to keep ratings going. And how do you do that? You have to hold on and find a hook and hook people into these stories. And Fox News, as we know from a lot of damaging text messages, knew that what they were doing was not truthful, but did not want to tell their viewers. So they just kept pushing a lie that caused a lot of damage, a lot of damage. Now, Dominion settled. Smartmatic said it will not. So I'm wondering if they kind of tag teamed Fox and said, you know, whoever gets in first settles and we'll hit them. And then the other one could go in and like just, you know, throw down the hammer. So Don Lemon was let go and CNN's statement Quote, Don will forever be a part of the CNN family, and we thank him for his contributions over the past 17 years. We wish him well, and we'll be cheering him on in his future endeavors. But Don Lemon said that he was shocked and upset that no one had the decency to tell him in person, or stunned, he said. So his words are, I am stunned. And he argued that management did not have the decency to inform him of his firing directly. He said, quote, at no time was I ever given any indication that I would not be able to continue to do the work that I have loved at the network. And then CNN rebutted Lemon and called his version of the events inaccurate. They said he was offered an opportunity to meet with management but instead released a statement on Twitter. That is interesting. So he joined CNN in September of 2006. Prior to CNN This Morning, he hosted the primetime show Don Lemon Tonight for more than 18 years. So, you know, he's had his controversial moments. He called Nikki Haley past her prime, which I'm not a Nikki Haley fan of her politics, but I am pretty much her age. So that's rude. And, you know, it was said that he was kind of a nightmare on set here and there to people. Um, I can't confirm those rumors, but I'm actually looking at an article right now that said Don Lemon and Tucker Carlson hire the same powerhouse attorney. They both retained attorney Brian Friedman. That is interesting that they have the same attorney. Well, this is the thing. There was, back in the day, if you read page six, so if you do anything with the New York Post, totally read page six because it has the best gossip. And Don Lemon was actually accused of assaulting a man in the Hamptons. And the man said that he was incredibly just, you know, sickened and, and really just, well, it bothered him. So 
Um, he said that he thought that it could be part of a pattern. So he told this to Megyn Kelly. His name is Dustin Heiss. And um, Don Lemon's attorneys were fighting back in court against these filings and accusations. They accused the bartender of withholding text messages and deleting social media posts and hiding witnesses who contradicted these claims. So he claimed that Don Lemon had put his hand down his own pants and rubbed his private areas and shoved it into this man's face. Wow. So what he said was anybody that acts like that in public without fear of what it might do to somebody or the consequences it might have, that's a pattern. So this is the alleged incident. So, you know, He actually had said, and the statement could be controversial to some, but he said, I wouldn't be surprised. This is a quote. He's protected by the fact that he's African-American, gay, and on television, and I'm just some nobody. So that was the man's quote to Megyn Kelly. And, um, you know, it's interesting because it's just, I remember hearing about this and I remember thinking I wonder if there is like going to be any sort of, you know, anything like any sort of repercussions for this. But CNN ended up firing Chris Cuomo at about the time that this particular thing had happened. So in an interesting twist, in May of 2022, Dustin Heiss dropped the lawsuit against the anchor, and he said that he had a faulty memory of their interactions. So he released a statement saying that, quote, his recollection of the events that occurred that night in question when I first met CNN anchor Don Lemon were not what I thought they were when I filed this lawsuit. He said the realization came after a lot of, quote, inner reflection and a deep dive into my memory. This is weird. So maybe CNN did have a reason for sticking behind him, but the reason behind his firing, according to blind items that I had found on TikTok, was that he was just becoming sort of a nightmare to work with. But I also heard that he's not looking for work now and is just going to have, you know, a decent summer because, you know, obviously he's loaded and he can have a decent summer. But a long time ago, I heard that if he were ever let go from CNN, because there were rumblings quite a while back for some reason, I heard this, he was going to end up working at News Nation with Chris Cuomo. So let's see if this actually comes true. Now, I am really just blown away by how much power the media has. I mean, I knew it always did, right? Anything advertised and advertised well, you want even more. And when you make it to the news, when your business makes it to the news, when your name makes it to the news for a good or bad reason, doesn't matter, I guess, right? Sometimes there's no such thing as bad publicity. But when you get to that point, The news can switch the story any way they want and present it any way they want. You can take the same stories from MSNBC, CNN, and Fox, and they're all slightly different. Now, obviously, they all have different guests, 
and they all have different points of view. And some goes more right, some goes more left, some's a little more centrist. And sometimes Fox News will not even have the stories that CNN or MSNBC will have. So it just makes me wonder when and where and how did the free press become purchased by ratings and by sponsors and by advertisers because that's what it seems to be and that seems to be the way it's going. So when I'm talking about the spiritual journey of Generation X and when I'm saying that I feel the news was different and I feel we had much more, I don't know, I think it was more mellow. I don't know if it was freedom of thought because I, I just, like I said, again, I don't know when the news kind of started to realize they, they really could move the masses in the way that they wanted. But maybe it was just because my mind was simpler in the 80s as a child and I really didn't pay attention to the news. And I started paying attention in the 90s because of the Iraq war, which for some reason scared the hell out of me. I don't know why, but I was like so incredibly like just worried it was going to be the end of the world for some reason. And, you know, that kind of shaped my interest in politics. But I do realize, like I said, so many Gen Xers vote the same way the boomers do, vote the same way the greatest generation did. So we literally have like almost three, let's say two and a half generations of people voting the exact same way. That is a lot of people. And then you have, because I always say Gen X is a 50-50 split of conservative and liberal and, you know, a lot of people in the middle. But a lot more people will vote conservative um, in Gen X than they will vote liberally. I just know this from the people I know. Maybe in your area it's wrong, but I'm I'm in New York and I still see a lot more people voting or at least Gen Xers voting conservative, not millennials. And I'm sure Gen Z will not be voting for anyone MAGA conservative. So it just interests me. And when I think about these things and when I think about the spiritual journey and I wonder why things have been the same for so long, it's because so many of us, you know, we vote the way our parents voted. I really did two maybe for the first like few votes at least locally until I really started paying attention and you know using my own thoughts and you know voted the exact opposite from pretty much everyone I knew but we never used to let it get in the way until the whole like MAGA thing took over and it became a civil war in this country and you know I think America right the United States of America it used to be the American dream. It used to be the place where you could come and make all your dreams come true. And it's literally turned into a capitalist nightmare where if you're not at the top 1%, you're just garbage, it seems. And I don't mean that like we're, you know, actual garbage, but that's how the 1% seems to view us because they could just buy whatever they want. And most of us work and struggle. And I think a lot of us still vote against our own interests, whether that's, you know, taxing people with more money than us so that we pay less taxes, whether that's, 
you know, fighting against like big corporations and taxes for them and maybe, you know, doing something to put more into our own social security, into our own retirements, into our own lives. But that seems to want to be taken from us. And when the news tells you and promotes something that could be detrimental for your, you know, your whole life, your financial situation, your whatever, but the news is telling you, no, 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 vote this way. Trust us, trust us. You know, you start to lose trust when you see people giving away everything that they have to like a political candidate or to, you know, the publisher's clearinghouse sweepstakes, like these things that were pushed and people were buying. I remember this in the 80s and the 90s. People were buying thousands of dollars worth of magazines for a chance to win like $25,000, but they had spent like their life savings trying to do these things. And, you know, these, it was pushed, it was pushed out there in the media. They have a lot of power. And with the whole TikTok ban thing, you know, as much as it helps spread the media's word, it also has people that contradict them with stories that may, might actually be true, that may actually have more fact that they can reveal that the media personalities maybe contractually cannot reveal. We really don't know. All I'm saying is on the spiritual journey, especially when it comes to the news, look at everything. Watch everything. Listen to what every conservative says. Listen to what the MAGA people say. Listen to what the people on the left say. Listen to what every single person says so you know what is out there. Do not blindly follow. If you like a person and they're more conservative, fine. If you like a person and they're more liberal, fine. You know, but like them for reasons that they make sense and they they do what they say they're doing. Don't just follow what the media tells you because they have such power to push the masses into a direction. And, you know, we really need truth now more than ever, way more than ever. Anyway, with that, I just hope that these lawsuits and these shakeups with who's been let go from their jobs and everything ushers in something new and better. Or is it that they're getting out of control and they wanted to take those people that were getting out of control and having too much power, i.e. Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon, they got them out before they could stir up the masses even more whether it's for a good reason or a bad reason. I don't know, interesting and something to think about. And just a little another like thing that I heard, I don't know if it's true, but that Tucker Carlson was offered a job by like a Russian news station. Can someone tell me if this is true or if I was reading satire? I just don't know. Well, those are my thoughts and theories for this episode of Messy Closet. And thank you so much for joining me. Don't forget to keep art and keep love alive.